I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about the George Washington Bridge. So grab your roller skates. And let's get civical. everyone welcome back to let's get civical i am lizzie stewart and i am arden walentowski and this is our 190th episode stop my, it oh my it's stop one- it <laughs> i honestly feel like i've blacked out for for mm. some of these or i'm just like how do we get to one what have we talked what about, have we talked about? <laughs> what the crazy thing to me is that like the launch party that we had. Oh my God. And when we recorded, like, remember all the times we recorded in the studio? Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. I was like, that happened for like nine months and then the pandemic hit. And yeah. we've just been doing this this way for like 
ever since. Two and a half years. <laughs> like so, like so many other podcast content people. It's just we've embraced the remote life. Yes. I do miss I miss a studio. I miss mostly studio. because the audio in the studio is so great and you don't mm-hmm. have like my cat or Echo or, or your the, AC. My God, listen, I, folks at home, it's not even my AC and it's it's like the alleyways. Oh, yeah, it's like the thing outside it's of the your... thing outside of the building. Yeah. And the only there's no room to go to. Because the other one There's nothing. is uh, just Sounds of Harlem, which are great, but not great for audio podcasts. We love Sounds of Harlem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every now and then there'll be a siren and I'm like, you know what? You live and you the learn. The siren's just going to stay in the episode. It goes. It goes. We are we are always striving for audio perfection, but you, like it's it's all about the content. It's all about the content. It's about it's about the the knowledge that we that we take. It's about the jokes that we make, mm-hmm. and it's about the friendship that we've built along the way. That's wow! Make me cry. Wow. That was wow. so poetic. The tear, <laughs> the tear. She's sobbing. You can't tell, but she's sobbing. So it has been 190 episodes, and I can't think of a better way to, to celebrate than talking about. A a masterpiece, a a uh, enemy to all, the George Washington Bridge. Oh my God! Well, here's the thing. First of all, what's the thing? We haven't checked in about our our spooky season watching. Oh my God, you're right. You're right. So pause. What have you watched? That we're still like working our way through the Halloween franchise. So now I'm on. Love. We just finished the first Rob Zombie remake, and now we're doing the Halloween 2 remake. Love. We're trying to finish the existing franchise so that we can watch the new one, Halloween Ends. Yeah. It's out. That's the goal. I, what have we watched? I think we've only watched one since we last spoke, which is such an underrated, scary movie, Jeepers Creepers. (gasps) Yes. So good. We watched it's that so last year. Good. Like so it's, good. It's just really well done. And mm-hmm. I I had seen it before. It had been many years. Yes. But fiance Kyle had never seen it before. And oh. so it was really great to sort of watch it through his eyes a little bit and have him like relay to me what he was experiencing. Cause I saw it, you know, in high school. It's like it's different when you see it as an adult. Cause you've seen we've seen so many scary movies at this point that like to have a an older one that's like pretty well like done yeah it's pretty good it's pretty good and like shout out to justin long who has not aged a day no 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 not aged a day that is a beautiful man beautiful man it's yeah um but okay great but to go back to what you were saying which is the topic of the episode yes um we're talking about the George Washington Bridge. Yes. Do you want to tell the listeners why you chose this episode? Because I don't know. Oh, uh, it's its anniversary. Oh, cute. Mm-hmm. She opened on. I mean, she opened I, on October twenty fourth. I know this this bridge well. Mm-hmm. She's been in the media. Mm-hmm. She's expensive to cross. Yeah. She is. She'll bankrupt you. She'll you bankrupt you. You want to pass her? 
There's no, you will never go above like 10 miles an hour. If that on the Mm -mm. George Washington bridge, it's like everybody, like you go through the toll booths and everybody forgets how to drive. Yeah. And they're like, Oh my God. Oh my God. More cars. Ah, (laughs) it's like, if you, if you go, we can all go behind you. It's you, it's the you not going that is causing this problem. Correct. Please. You are the problem. You are the problem. Yes, we're doing the George Washington Bridge. Love it. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the star sods. Let's. Um, uh, tried and true, beloved, angel of our heart, history.com. Can't Love go anywhere it. without her. Exactly. Um, the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey governs Ye Old Bridge. Love it. Love it. ClassicNewYorkHistory.com. Ooh. I know. Uh, Smithsonian Magazine, a nice article by Allison McLean. And Love. some fun facts in an article uh, on mental floss by Benjamin Lampkin. Great. I love a mental floss. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start out with the question on everybody's mind. Who is she? What is the Washington, the George Washington Bridge? I'll tell you right now. Mm-hmm. She's a bitch. That's what she is. She is a bitch. She's a lover. She's a friend. She's a mother. She's a sinner. She's a saint. Mm-hmm. She do not feel a thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. On October 24th, 1931, eight months ahead of schedule, New York Governor Franklin D. Roosevelt dedicated the George, Ro- the George Washington Bridge over the Hudson River. Shout out to Governor of New York, mm-hmm. FDR. Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> The 4,760-foot-long suspension bridge, which was the longest in the world at the time, connected Fort Lee, New Jersey, with Washington Heights in New York City. Quote, This will be a highly successful enterprise, FDR told the assembled crowd at the ceremony. Quote, The great prosperity for the Holland Tunnel and the financial success of other bridges recently opened in this region have proven that not even the hardest times can lessen the tremendous volume of traffic and trade in the greatest of port districts, end quote. It's great. It hits my, you right my in the FDR heart. My sounded a little JFK. I'm not going to lie, but I did my best. <laughs> but it, it didn't, but I, I was with you. It sounded, it sounded not so JFK that we got confused. Yeah, it wasn't like full Boston, but no. I was also, you know, I don't have a... Uh, FDR accent in the canon. No, I don't even know crazy. what that would be. To me, it's just I don't like know. the wet jowls. Like <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have any jowls. Mm, it's okay. The George Washington Bridge stands high above the Hudson River. Its eastern end resting on the shores of Manhattan, and its western end embedded in the wooded bluffs of New Jersey's Palisades. <laughs> It's not, it does not look or sound as like romantic as that no. sentence just made it. No, this <laughs> makes it sound like on a nice fall day, you could take a stroll yeah. on the bluffs and see ye no. old bridge and ye old It's leaves. not a cute bridge. No, no. No, no. Twice as long as any previous suspension bridge, it was the marvel of its time. And to some, it will always be the noblest of all bridges. To... Uh-huh. <laughs> to apparently the people at the Port Authority of New York, New Jersey, who this is no. a direct quote from them. 
noblest even, of all bridges twas she no. even amongst the other bridges that exist between new york and new jersey this is not in the top no and then if you just like span out to just any bridges. bridges anywhere it's not no no we're so very low so very low Spanning the river to link New York City and New Jersey had challenged planners and engineers for over 100 years before Othmar Amman, the brilliant Swiss-born architect and engineer, proposed a bridge design in 1923 that ultimately was chosen above all others. I love this. Great. It's great. I love this. This this is the era where we're like submitting designs because there's only like 20 people. Mm-hmm. who can yeah. engineer and so yeah. it's like you three with degrees what do you think what do you want to do here and mm-hmm. they're like here's a bridge you know here's a bridge like, suspended i mean it is it is an engineering feat for the for the 1920s oh, like yeah it's it's still standing it's structurally sound like mm-hmm. all it's it is all the things it's just ugly as hell difficult to drive across and so expensive which has nothing to do with sweet othmar no but he didn't set the prices. No, no. On October 24th, 1931, two boys on roller skates were the first to cross the bridge over the Hudson River, followed the next day by 56,312 vehicles. Who are these kids in roller skates? I don't Were they... Like already there, or did they see? Like, did they just happen across the bridge? Was it or? supposed? To, I mean, like you know how they love using children for like photo opportunities. They're yes. like, oh, it's just so funny to me because roller. Like, do people roller skate across the George Washington Bridge? You can. It doesn't seem appealing to me because, yeah. as we've talked about, it's very long. Especially to roll. Like roller skating is such a specific <laughs> activity. I know. Oh. That I just can't, no. I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. I I hope they had, like, because we'll talk about it. It it wasn't as many lanes back then. There weren't levels yeah. back then. It was just a just a, a Levels, honey. Give us levels. Give us levels. So I'm hoping that these two boys just had, like, the whole bridge to themselves, which nobody has ever had again since that day. No. No. So let's talk about her design. Let's. The Port Authority, uh, with Amon as its new chief engineer, the guy who designed the bridge, began construction in October of 1927. Amon's design was bold and foresighted and was an engineering tour de force with an extraordinary 3,500-foot center span suspended between two 570-foot steel towers, which had the strength to carry two levels of roadway or rail. Oh, so he already mm. had planned it. They didn't do it yeah. right away, but he had planned. He was like, this level and this, this level. This could do two. Let's do two. We never know. We're going to plan for population growth. Also, I just want to be known as a tour de force. I know. I just want to put that out there. Great. That's what I want. Okay. I want to be a tour de force. Great. I'll get you Lizzie, a poster that about Lizzie it. Lizzie Stewart. Talk about a tour de force. Tour de force. <laughs> That's what I want. The physical construction of the bridge itself is a marvel of engineering, as Tour de Force Lizzie has said. The four main cables are each composed of a single strand carried back and forth across the river 61 times. I don't like I don't like the term single strand in context <laughs> with a bridge. Like I know it's a strong strand. Right. 
But you want at least two strands. Two strands. Also because that strand is over a hundred years old. Long. And long. Or maybe not quite over. I mean, it's or basically a hundred yeah. years old. It's old. Yeah. Old. It's old. Each strand itself is a bundle of 434 individual wire wraps around a single shoe in the anchorage before looping back toward the opposite shore. Okay. So they, okay, we've uh-huh. got like a horseshoe. We've got like a bundle of cords mm-hmm. forming a single line wrapping around the horseshoe at the end of the bridge, both ends coming back. And they come back towards the opposite shore. Each shoe connects to a bar sunk deep into the anchorage that holds the strand in place. So, like, deep inside. I imagine a tower. (laughs) I am glad you are imagining something because I'm just like, you lost me at shoe. (laughs) What's the shoe? And you, and you, you literally saw the word shoe and you were like, oh. Got it. Okay. <laughs> it's like this. And I was like, I am, I am envisioning sort of a Chelsea boot holding together the George Washington Bridge, to be honest. I don't know what a shoe is in terms of structural engineering, but look, she's lasted the test of time. I'm assuming the shoes are essential. I saw that and I was like, we're going to need some help. Because yeah. I, I, I too like pictured a Birkenstock, and I was like, I don't yeah. think that's what we're going for here. It's not that shoe. Not that shoe. I imagine they mean like a horseshoe type shape of an mm. implement around mm-hmm. which the bundle of ri- wires forming a single line is wrapped around, and that sure. shoe, that Chelsea boot, yeah, is hooked around a bar that's deeply embedded in like the the steel steel the pipes tow- the tower that it's in great i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna analyze it that way and that's fine i say if you our listeners are curious about what this looks like give it the old google <laughs> and take a look see and take a look see and if you are having a better time imagining the george washington bridge being held up by a patent leather Sandal, mm. you go. You go. A Birkenstock? We'd love to see it. Love to see it. Love to see it. All right, let's talk about her construction, her being built, all that good stuff. The two towers were built first. Once the towers were in place, the four main cables, each a yard in diameter, were strung from shore to shore up over the top of each tower. Got it. How do they even do that? That is very large. A yard in diameter? Yeah. These are huge. I mean, you see, it's like, they're they're ginormous. It's a huge bridge. (laughs) And yeah, I don't, when it comes to how this, I mean, to me, it's the same thing of like when I'm driving through one of the tunnels, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, how did we make the Lincoln Tunnel in, you know, 19, whatever, whatever. Oh, I'm just like, Like, how did we move the water? Where's the water? Where like, put it to build I the can't. To build the tunnel. I, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't want to know where the water is. Where did the water go? That's it's so very stressful questions. to me. So it's when it comes to shit that we did in the 1930s, that doesn't make sense how we accomplished it. I'm just, to me, ignorance is bliss. Yep. Because otherwise, like, like I won't be able to leave the house. No. no. <laughs> so after that, the 
After that, steel suspenders were hung from the main cables to support the roadway. Finally, the bridgemen built the road itself, foot by foot, out from the shores, hanging it from the steel suspenders as they went. It's kind of like, to me, this is going to sound crazy, but you know when you're assembling a bed? Sure. It's like that, where it's like you build the frame, then you put the slats on, then you put the mattress on the slats. Oh, I see. I see. That's how it. Yeah. That's how I'm envisioning it. I don't know if that's correct. Ah, sure, sure. If the if the bed frame was suspended by cables, right? right. I mean, add some wires and in there. Sure. You got a bridge. Yeah, great. The New York anchorage into which the main cables are anchored consisted of a hundred and ten thousand cubic yards of concrete. Weighing 260,000 tons. Sure. She bakes she heavy. She bakes she heavy. On the New Jersey side, the main cables are tied directly into the rock of the Palisades fronting the Hudson River. At the time, this required the excavation of 200,000 cubic yards of solid rock. I don't love that we're just attached to rocks. I don't love that. Because you know what happens? Because you know what happens? You say it. Are you... You say it. Is it erosion? It's erosion. It's a lot of weight on those rocks. What happens it's if they so just much. come out? I know. Oh, my gosh. I don't like it. I don't love it. I don't know what I, I love it. less. That we're attached to rocks, which could come out, or yeah. driving underwater. I don't, I don't know which one I like least. Yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm, it's stressing me out. Yep. I don't it's stressing do it. me out. I don't want to leave my home. No. Workers built the six lane George Washington bridge in sections. They carried the pieces to the construction site by rail, then hauled them into the river by boat, then hoisted them into place by crane. Like a 1920s crane. I, wild. Wild. Precarious. Though the bridge was gigantic, engineer Othmar Amman had found a way to make it look light and airy. (laughs) Two words I have never thought about the George Washington Bridge, but sure. Sure. (laughs) In place of vertical trusses, he used horizontal plate girders in the roadway to keep the bridge steady. Amman used such strong steel that these plate girders could be relatively thin and as a result, the bridge deck was only 12 feet deep. From a distance, it looked as flimsy as a magic carpet. <laughs> History.com is uh, coming in hot. Coming in hot. Do you know what that looks like? A magic carpet. A whole new world. <laughs> Meanwhile, thanks to Amon's sophisticated suspension system, that magic carpet seemed to be floating. <laughs> The bridge hung from cables made of steel wires that were much more delicate looking than anything anyone had ever seen. That's what... So he made like a chic, slim bridge. <laughs> he made a, a sleek slim bridge. But also I love this, like, we're, we're like spending our life looking at the, the delicacy of steel wires. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Anything thinner than anything has ever seen, more delicate looking. 
Yes. Yes. That's my that's my take on it. The you know that delicate George Washington bridge? Like a flower. <laughs> like a little dandelion, the GW. <laughs> Light as a feather, oh stiff as a board. That's what <laughs> sweet Othmar said. Oh, man. I just, this whole thing is cracking me up. Because if you've ever tried to, like, move across from one lane to the other on the George Horrible. Washington Bridge, Horrible. it's your your life is in your hands. Your life, I mean, it it's is not, Jesus take the wheel, and Jesus is like, not on this not bridge. On this one. Not me. Come on. This nope. is your choice. You chose to do this. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. talk about how she got bigger let's she expanded so like we said the bridge opened to traffic on october 25th 1931 which was the day after the two boys rolled their roller skates across the bridge that was on the 24th one year later it had carried five million cars from new york to new jersey and back again it's a lot of cars considering i mean look it was a necessity like that's the thing i want to make super clear a bridge that connects New York and New Jersey, where it is, super useful, super needed. But something's got to give. Yeah. Like, maybe add another bridge. I don't know. Or a tunnel. Or I don't like... like something. It's something. something. Or don't make it cost, like, a million dollars. I don't know. No. Oh, also the fact that there... I mean, just the idea that there were that many... I mean, I know it's not five million different cars, but, like, that's... I mean, for 1931... Or, not, sorry, 1932, five million cars going across the bridge is, like, that's crazy. I mean, we just did an episode on the Model T, and that was so... Right. Like, that just seems like a lot. Also, I just want to say, because we keep talking about it, so I wanted to provide actual numbers on how much it costs to cross the George Washington Bridge. mm it costs 
without an easy pass, $16. Yes. With an easy pass during peak, $13.75. This is one way. One way. Off peak, it's $11. Well, you don't pay the other way. Do you not? I thought you did. Mm -mm, You don't pay the other way. You don't pay to go into New Jersey. But still. But still. Like. Still. They get you because they know you got, like, you got to get into the city. Right? Like. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Literally. $13. And if you're doing this every day. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you can get some sort of, like, pass. I don't know. Like, there's. There has to be something for commuters where you're doing this every day. Yeah. There is something. But, I forget what it is. But yeah. Yeah. But still, it's like, that's so expensive. It's so expensive. That's why, like, when I started, you know, if, if you go to New Jersey, there's like, um, like, by the transit stations or the path, there's like all, like, the, like, the commuters basically will, not some, not all of them, some of them, like, go and take transit. Like, they'll drive to Jersey Transit. Mm-hmm. Then take the transit into the city because Jesus, like, could you imagine trying to pay that every day if your work didn't compensate you or right? We'll pay that every day when it's not even like convenient. No, you know, it's it's not. It's like you have to sit in traffic on either the bridge or the tunnel or wherever, and then parking. (laughs) Where are you going to do that? (laughs) Lol. Good luck. No. Yeah, it's It's only commercial parking in Midtown Manhattan. Yeah, that'll bankrupt you. Oh, my God. Anyhow, just wanted to provide some stats. That's great. That's great. Thank you so much for doing that. hmm hmm In 1946, engineers added two lanes to the bridge. Then in 1958, city officials decided to increase its capacity by 75% by adding a six-lane lower level. This deck, the New York Times called it a, quote, masterpiece of traffic engineering. You hear that, New York? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> she's a two like she's a it was i think we're just due for another masterpiece of traffic engineering that's what uh, yes. it is because yes. at the time for sure a double decker bridge what crazy still still we need something we need we need a new thing uh yeah we need i i feel like we need like express and local lanes and by express i mean people who know where the fuck they're going and local yeah. i mean People from Omaha. We need the TSA and I love you, but we need the TSA. Yes, exactly. Of lanes. Yes. So the deck was called a quote masterpiece of traffic engineering, while other more waggish, waggish observers were for, referred to it as the Martha Washington. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny. That's really funny. <laughs> they got me there. I know I, the word waggish. I don't. I said it three times now. I don't know what it means. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know what it means. The deck opened in August of 1962. Yeah, because all these people now live in New Jersey. Like, we've built up. Like, this is the boom of suburbia. People are living outside the city. Uh, Yes, of course. Then, on October 24th, 1981, 50 years after the dedication ceremony of the George Washington Bridge, the American Society of Civil Engineers declared it a national historic engineering landmark great sure sure no 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 disagreement there no nearly 10 years later the port authority of new york new jersey began a rehabilitation project to improve the overall condition of the bridge this included rebuilding and replacing ramps structures and steel 
I hope we're looking into the rocks. That's my only hope. I hope we're looking at the rocks. We have to be. We We have have to be be. looking at the rocks. I mean, I just, I hope every day it's part of somebody's opening checklist. Tolls, tolls open, rocks in place. Like, I just, yeah. Although the work resulted in extensive traffic jams, it was needed as there were over 2 billion vehicles that had already used the George Washington Bridge since it first opened to the public. Aside from routine maintenance, the need was there to give the bridge the upgrades it deserved. Hell yeah, she yeah. deserves. Yeah. George uh, and Martha. You gotta update the bridges. You gotta, you gotta upgrade the bridges. Yep. It's a necessity. Yeah. All right. Let's do my favorite thing in the world. <gasps> Fun facts, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts about the George Washington Bridge. First fun fact. People didn't like the name. No. No surprise there. No. Although the bridge was originally intended to be called the Hudson River Bridge, the Port Authority announced Washington would have his name attached to the project despite there being... (laughs) 25 other bridges in America named after the first U.S. president. There was an outcry and voting was held to determine a different name with options like the Palisades Bridge, Knickerbocker Bridge, Interstate Bridge, and even the Charles Lindenburg Bridge favored over George Washington. But the bridge naming committee stuck with George Washington and according to the New York Times, quote, declined to make public the nature of its decision. Somebody paid them money! <laughs> it's called dark money, people. Uh-huh. George Washington came down and he was like, I hear you want to name this the Knickerbocker Bridge. Which, <laughs> not having it. Not having it. But shout out to Knickerbocker. I, I, I wish it was called that. I would be down with the Charles Lindenburg Bridge. That's true. <laughs> that's that's fun. That's fun. The Lindenburg Bridge. We have to Bridge. do. We have to do all things oh, Lindenburg. We should. Yes, Done. absolutely. 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 Yeah, I mean, it's so the George Washington Bridge. I like I get like we get it. Mm-hmm. It's George Washington, but why? Any, how about Thomas Jefferson? How about, you know, right, right, right. James Monroe? Right. Monroe Bridge. Like, I think we've done enough with Washington. Right. He's he's everywhere. Yeah. He's everywhere. I get the outcry. Yeah. Next fun fact. It was once the world's longest bridge. With a main span of 3,500 feet, the George Washington Bridge overtook Detroit's Ambassador Bridge in 1931 as the longest suspension bridge in the world, beating it out by 1,650 feet. Its title lasted until 1937, not very long. Not very long. When the Golden Gate Bridge opened in San Francisco. And if you haven't listened Mm. to our episode on the Golden Gate Bridge... Go and find it. If you love bridges, we did a whole episode on just the Golden Gate Bridge. Yep. So off you go. Off you go. Off you go. Let's talk about something that will possibly upset Lizzie very much. The toll costs. <laughs> it's, so, it's too expensive. I it's too expensive. It's too expensive. To reach Manhattan on the George Washington Bridge, it originally cost drivers only 50 cents. Five zero. Five cents. zero. Five zero cents. 
The number rose to $1.50 by 1975, which is not that long ago. I feel like if you did year over year, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, to cross the George Washington Bridge, you have to work a minimum wage job for an hour in New York. Yeah. Not anywhere else in New York. An hour mm-hmm. of minimum wage work. That's crazy. Without without paying any tax on it. The costs have grown higher since a toll hike by the Port Authority in 2011. Cars and motorcycles paying cash spend $16. Truckers can pay $126. The tolls, however, only apply to eastbound traffic. Traveling into New Jersey is free. This is my thing on, on tolls and fares and all of the things. Yeah. New York infrastructure is so bad. Mm-hmm. And yet we have the most, like one of the most expensive toll systems when it comes to cars and also like MTA subway systems. Oh my God. And it is one of the worst in the world. Yep. It is crazy to me. Yep. And I am all about like, like I'm, I'm happy to pay to do things, mm-hmm. but like if you like the, cause they're talking about increasing the MTA costs again oh my god and i'm just like what are we doing with the money right what are we doing with this money right like i get it the pandemic happened and people weren't writing the mta as much but literally we how are we always at a deficit it doesn't make sense to me like this is it is so clearly mismanaged yeah that it's insane to me when i first moved here the I think a monthly Metro card was like $67. That's insane. It's doubled in price. Yeah. And they've cut out in the time that I've lived here, I think two or three lines because there used to be a nine and there mm. used to be, there used to be another one. There was like an, another line that they cut out. I mean, yeah, you could also say they've added the second Avenue subway, but like it alleviates some of the pressure. It goes like what? I think they added like four or five stops. So it alleviates some of the pressure from the six, but like, no, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. Like, yeah. Cause all, also all of the repairs and stuff, it's like people didn't know how to fix it or didn't want to spend the money to fix it when it was fixable. And then now we're yeah. in this like huge place where we're relying on signals that were in, pl- that were put in place in the 1940s. And there's no real way to, f- I mean, like, it's amazing. But that the thing is, is like, you got to figure it out. Like at yes. some point, like we got to figure it out. Yeah. Like you can't just keep raising fair prices. No. While you don't figure it out. No. It's like if you tell me, hey, we're going to spend, you know, a crazy amount of money to basically gut reno. Fine. But like what's so frustrating is that the prices keep going up, but there's no there's clear. No. Nope. Like plan to the people on what we're doing. We're doing we're we're fast tracking. We're replacing old rails, which is fine and good. But it seems so manic the work. Yeah, and the the I'm like it's just so crazy to me that we had this period of time where it was like a year and a half where people weren't riding the subways where we could have actually gotten a lot of shit done and and in some cases they did like they managed to do the l line and not like completely take it out for six months oh right which was their their big master plan right but i'm like how could we not have gotten more done when 
during that period. Right. Or it's like, if you need to shut service down, you know, for some, like on certain nights to make, like th- do something, like just do literally anything right, to make it better. Well, that's, that's the thing. It's so, it's so clearly like mismanaged and mm-hmm. it's, it's just such a, it's such a, like, to me, blemish on Ugh. New York City as a whole, mm-hmm. which I obviously love so much and yeah. I love living here. But, I mean, you know, going anywhere else. And granted, it was built before a lot of modern day subway systems. But still, like, if we can upgrade the George Washington Bridge, right. we can upgrade the subway system. It just has to be done with integrity right, and right. not with like corrupt mismanagement of funds, which is so clearly the problem. Yeah. Because it's Ugh. not like they w- w- the fare keeps going up to the point where it's doubled in the time that I've lived here. That and then and then you get a reward of like cleaner trains, trains, yeah, more trains, trains that aren't packed, trains that are on time. No, it it's it gets worse and they get gross and disgusting. Yeah. So you're paying the only more- the only upgrade that has happened in the ten years that I have been here that has been like actually helpful are the are the signs that tell you when the train is coming. Yes. Yes. That is the only thing. Yes. Yes. That is like clear that I can be like yes that was an upgrade that was made it is now on every subway platform mm-hmm. super because that wasn't always the case. No, that's true. That wasn't always the case. God, there used to be a time when we just would stand like idiots yeah, waiting for stand. a train. Or, like, um, go to a bootleg app and be like, hopefully this is Hopefully this is somewhat accurate. Yeah. Something that I always look for in any political candidate I'm, like, casting my vote for is, like, <laughs> what are you saying right. about the MTA? Because mm-hmm. if you're saying this is bonkers, this shit, I'm like, cool, cool, an ally. If you're saying, like, yeah, like, you know, we're so proud of you, the blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, you're no. full of shit. You're mm-hmm. full of shit. You cannot yeah. be proud of this. No. You, and, like, this has nothing to do with the people who work on the MTA because those people are the heroes that we all deserve or that we all need and don't deserve. Yeah. Anywho, this isn't an episode about this, although I think eventually we will have to do an MTA episode. A hundred percent. It's such... It boils my blood so much. Oh, my God. And if you are voting in November, which you absolutely need to be for all levels, if you're looking at local races, look at what they're saying about your MTA. If you have an MTA, if you don't have an MTA, look at what your local people are saying about transportation near you. Transportation infrastructure. Yeah. What are like, we, we vote people into office who make these decisions. So if you're like, my highway system sucks, there is a person who is responsible for making it better, who is probably not doing their job. Okay. (laughs) Carry on. We have one last fun fact. (laughs) My God, I can't even. I'm now. I'm like, I can't even read you have, this. You, I don't. The people need, want, and will need to know about this. I know. This you've probably heard of this last fun fact. It was called Bridgegate. 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 So for four days in September of 2013, which it's wild. That's ten years ago. Yeah. I feel like we just had Bridgegate yesterday. Really does feel that way. Two out of three access lanes to the George Washington Bridge that originated from Fort Lee, so from the New Jersey side, were closed without warning. 
the closings began on the first day of school and led to massive traffic congestion just two days before the anniversary of September 11th on the world's busiest bridge. Emails later released showed aides to New Jersey Governor Chris Christie ordered the lanes closed, allegedly in retaliation, for the mayor of Fort Lee refusing to endorse Christie's election bid. So Christie was mad. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen Chris Christie. He's It's very unlike him to get angry. Yeah, he's so it's even very cute. unlike him to retaliate. Mm-hmm. Investigations were undertaken by New Jersey Assemblyman John Wisniewski, the Port Authority, the State Assembly, and the State Senate. We're all looking into mm-hmm. it. Port Authority Chairman David Sampson resigned. Christie aides Bill Baroni and Bridget Ann Kelly were charged with nine federal counts, and David Wildstein, Director of Interstate Projects for the Port Authority, pled guilty to multiple charges, including conspiracy to commit fraud. What I just heard from my own words, <laughs> or from my own mouth, was that Lizzie is right. There's corruption. Yeah, there's corruption. What is that? And it's just like, come on, come on. This is this is New York and New Jersey. Uh, like I said, not... I love living in New York. I've been here for over ten years. I consider myself a New Yorker very much at this point. Well, well, there's always corruption. Like follow follow the breadcrumbs. Like if if anything is happening with bridges, tunnels, or the subway, that is like, what the flop is this about? It is because somebody has been paid to do something shady. Like, yep. this is in our DNA. It's part of what makes life fun, not in the moment, but like afterwards, you're like, yeah, this shit could only happen in New York. Yep. Because the governor <laughs> of New Jersey was pissed that he wasn't endorsed. So he shut down lanes of a bridge. Like, that is, of course, of course. That's what we do. And then and then we, as a result, the New York side of it was like, we're going to investigate and then put these people in jail. Like these people got jail time. It's, it's, I mean, as they should, like, fuck that. Because again, these are people who do not care about you and they don't care about if you're inconvenienced or if you lose wages or if you even get fired because you were late to work because you were stranded on the bridge because of traffic congestion. They do not give a shit about you. Wasn't there, like, an ambulance stuck on the bridge? Like, there was somebody who was, like, in medical distress. Oh, I'm and... sure. I'm sure. Yeah. People need that bridge. People right. need that bridge. People need the tunnels. People need the MTA. People need the buses. So when anybody tries to fuck it up or, like, cut off service to you accessing that, it means they do not care about your needs. Like, your basic needs. Because you can't, you ha- in order to live in this city, no matter where you are, you have to use public transportation mm-hmm. to meet your basic needs, or at least the majority of people who live here do. So that's why you got to get involved. And that's why you got to get like super local because that's where it matters. It's true. It's true. And that's, and that's my. That's my big spiel. Early voting in New York starts soon for the for the midterm. So make your voting plan, everybody. Mm, everybody go. Everybody go, because you never know what's going to happen on election day. They might shut down the bridge. That's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Wouldn't be surprised. Oy. I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. But that is the end of our episode on the George Washington Bridge. 
We love it. We don't, but we love we infrastructure. We, we do love infra- infrastructure. Like her all that much. I would just love a little look-see to see if we can upgrade this at all. That's mm-hmm. all. But in the meantime, we love you so, so much. And if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to us. We love you so, so much, and we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.